Hello. And welcome to the Lovies Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Emily. I'm your hostess, Allison. And we're here to talk about relationships. Even though we've never been in one. What? What? Let's get into it. Hello. Hi. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> another week, another episode. Another dollar. Merry New Year. Merry New Year, Happy New Year, Happy Ooh. Christmas, Happy Christmas Eve, Happy all the No, things. we've already hit Christmas. You if feel not, You know what? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Christmas? The biggest debate that I have, that has come on my desk, that uh-huh. has passed through mm-hmm. my table. Yes. People debating on whether or not to take down their Christmas decorations the day after Christmas or not. How many, no. Who has put that on your desk? A few people. Yeah, who? What, like bloggers? Yeah, like bloggers. <laughs> not real people. The answer is always going to be no. You have to wait until the new year out of respect for Jesus. I think it's just <laughs> weird. Like, maybe I've never noticed it before because I, I am, like, on my phone so much lately. But yeah. A heathen. I know. Which it's like, I used say. to, when everything was normal, I'd only, like, net 45 minutes a week. Now it's, like, two hours. Yeah, because you choose to be that no, way. No, it's because, like, if I'm not in an office, like, I can just be on my phone. Mm. Which, you know, maybe it contributes to all of my mistakes that I make every day. <laughs> I would say, if anything, my usage has gone down. I know, which is great. Everyone's usage has gone down, and I'm like, I'm on it more than ever. Like, I can't <laughs> yeah. not get on it. Like, I'm on it all the time. But probably because there's just, like, a lot to keep up with in my life. Like, politics. The man who stole my heart and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep up on his not updated Instagram. <laughs> it's fine. But, um... It's fine, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everyone, like, this year is like, should we take it down? Should we not take it down? I'm like, why are you even why in the would, poll? Uh, yeah, why debate? Like, just answer just no. Don't. Just wait until the 3rd like, of January. Like, wait till the new year. Like, what are you gonna, at your Christmas party, it's gonna be bleak. It's just going to be white and cold. Why are they having Christmas parties like right now? Of course people are having Christmas parties. Like after Christmas? Yeah. They're called New Year's parties. That's atheist. (laughs) Called New Year's parties. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm sure people are going to have New Year's fiestas. Of course they are. I hate New Year's. I hate New Year's. I hate it so much. There's too much pressure. You never feel like you're doing enough. You never feel like you're in the right place, the right time, with With the the right right people. people. And it's like... I hate that. Even if you're surrounded by the people that you love the most, it's like not right. Still not right. Systemic pressure is insane. I know. <laughs> like I feel like you could be the in the literal center of it all. I went to New York for New Year's once. And she cried. I cried. I hated that. Well, actually I love that experience looking back on it. I think it's such it's a funny so fun. story to it's tell. It's so fun, but it's you so were fun. so but in pissed. that moment, it was more scary than anything. I was not mad. I was I was like I was having a lot of anxiety. I wasn't really wanting to go out. And then we went out and, like, what could go wrong did go wrong. Like, to mm-hmm. the up 10th degree. Like, to the most amazing degree. But it, what it showed me is that the people of New York are, like, lovely. I already knew that. People of New York love me, first of all. On yeah, a, okay. On, on a bad day, they love me. On a good day, they love me. Like, yeah, they love right. me so. It's true. I doubt this. A guy gave me his hot pocket on the subway and I cried. <laughs> They probably would like I was his cold. hot pocket, not the food, like the hand warmer. Like the hand warmer. That was really generous of him. He only had two, one for each hand. He gave me one. 
that was so sweet. He's like, you look cold. And he gave it to me. I just started crying. And he backed away. <laughs> <laughs> Did not want to deal with you psychologically. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was just so nice. It was like 5 a.m. at that point. <laughs> Trash. But anyways, New Year's is, is a great day to ignore. Yes. But why why do you think other people, other normal people that Because they like, like to kiss and they like to drink. Exactly. And what aren't they doing? <laughs> kissing. They're just kissing a bottle is <laughs> all that they're you, kissing. They're not not horny. <laughs> <laughs> so this leads us to our topic for today. How does it? I think it does. Okay. What better time to talk? Because now we're like caught up. Because the ones in the bank... Those ones we've held and in the bank. spent. Spent. They're gone. Spent. Now we gotta get it back. So right now we're actually kind of on the level of when this comes out. We are. This is actually the one coming out next week. Right. Oh, that makes me feel so great. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what does everyone feel during this time? Lonely. So that means when this comes out, it'll be right after. The holiday, which is fine. What do you mean? Because this... I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) I don't care to understand. It's not (laughs) worth it. But everyone during this time feels lonely, and that means that they want to be with someone. And today's topic is basically talking about that interim of dating, that time between you find your forever man or whatever... And your not. next man. Your next man. That's next around piece. for a while. Your next piece of whatever. Woman, man, who cares? <laughs> piece of meat husband. that you have on retainer. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Who is um, exclusive to only you. So basically we want to talk about this because we listened. Did we talk about this in the last episode or references or no? I don't think we did. I don't think, I think we, we did. kept it anonymous. But we were listening to something and... Basically, you know, people during this time... Anonymous, we did not keep it we anonymous. Kept, yeah, like no, the who official are we? source. No, we. I did not keep we the official keep source anonymous. anonymous. I'm, I believe not. Well, if you want to find out what the source is, listen to last week. Yeah, maybe it's there, maybe it's not. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. So, but irregardless of that fact, we don't need it to make our point. Which is... <laughs> we don't need it for clout. <laughs> clout chasing. <laughs> the point is... We were listening to this podcast, and the woman in the podcast, she's newly engaged and, like, whatever, and she was saying that so often during the time of waiting, it's basically you're just trying to date to find your person that you don't even really spend time on yourself, which basically the whole point of this podcast is, well, the point of the podcast is not that, but I think a sub-genre, a sub-point a subculture of the podcast is that we definitely try to reiterate like stay true to yourself find who you are you can only be in a relationship if you're like like taking care of yourself how first. would you know if someone's loving you if you don't even know what loving yourself looks exactly like? and it's like i don't want to say the best version of yourself because not you're never going to be the never going to be the best Hate to break it to and you. also the worst part is you could be working on whatever it is and everything could be going great you know you have your normal problems you have your normal wins you know you do whatever yeah and then a person comes along and they open your eyes to a whole new world of <laughs> shit Problem. that you gotta figure out <laughs> and it's just it's amazing so even yeah. if you are at your like quote unquote most organized self, you just welcome someone into that life and they'll turn off all the stones you didn't even know were there. <laughs> <laughs> That's not enough to show you that. They gotta disrupt it as yeah, well. Yeah, they gotta upset is, it. Which is why I really the current vinyasa flow. <laughs> <laughs> 
why relationships are like the worst and best at the same time. Um, but yeah, so basically she was saying that it's that interim of waiting and what do you do during that time? So we're going to talk about it because we have the most experience. <laughs> I, this whole life has been a waiting game. This whole life has been a waiting game because we talk, we talk about speculation. Waiting for our number to be called at the deli. <laughs> I can finally pick up my fresh piece of meat. That was really good, Allison. Thank you. Jokes. Jokes. I didn't go to school for nothing. It's amazing you got a degree. <laughs> Listen to the last episode yeah, no, on that. You'll find that source. <laughs> find that At source. Katie Nichols. Allison. Unapologetic. She could call me stupid in a public forum. <laughs> I can say her name. That's very true. It is a public forum. Um. Anyways, so talking about that in terms of waiting, because we definitely speculate a lot about relationships and what we think they are and oh, yeah. like all of that stuff. And I stand 100% by that until proven otherwise. Okay. Like, isn't that like, that's just a scientific thesis. <laughs> this whole podcast? <laughs> yeah. Okay, then. Um, I guess this I will This is my agree. science experiment. Isn't it everyone's science experiment? Yeah. Who's to say? Anyways, so I thought that was really interesting because she is a specific example of they go on dates. So they go on dates to try to find someone and then it doesn't work out and then they go on more dates and it doesn't work out and it's like, well, now do I have to change something about myself? And then you end, but it's like, if you didn't even like that person, first of all, why are you changing for to like, like, yeah, like to prove what? To like comply, to conform to someone else's standards of what you should be because on those dating sites honestly they're the same type of person yeah the only people who are successful on dating sites are average people i'm sorry but it's true so if you feel like you're not being successful on a dating site probably because you're a dynamic person that can't be (laughs) it's not a one-size-fits-all yeah you can't be explained in three questions that don't matter have no like they don't resound on you at all in any way and also they don't they're just like they're dumb. Like, who do you want to invite to a dinner party? That's literally a question on Hinge. I don't and know. And it's like... Hinge. <laughs> yes, because I said Charles Bukowski and Audrey Hepburn. Because any person that has any sort of critical thinking thinks, wow, Charles Bukowski, he was known for, like, beat poetry, alcoholism, maybe abuse women. Oh, my gosh, women. you sound yeah, then, so pretentious. I know, but... And then, see, that's a layer. So I'm pretentious. Charles Bukowski is this weird beat poetry. He's kind of like... You know, on the down low, Audrey Hepburn's also kind of like on the down low, but she's total opposite of that. She's sophisticated and nice and elegant and kind and whatever. To have those two at a dinner party, very odd pairing. That shows that I am dynamic. I'm a spectrum. No, <laughs> you are a pretentious bitch. I know, but who that's the what, fuck knows I know who Charles Bukowski That would is. be my point. So I don't want to be with people out there who don't know who Charles Bukowski so is. So you want to be with a pretentious man? No. Well, that's, no. I'm sorry, that's what that pairing gets you. It doesn't give you a good man. No. No, that's not true. That There's exceptions to every rule. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, because it's not going to get me a pretentious man because you know where a pretentious man is? Not on that. I'm not think on that. another ass song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not on that dating site because he's too cool to be on that because he's pretentious. Oh, my gosh. You know it's true. Whatever. But this is why people, they answer these questions, they put a lot of thought in it, and you know what a person who's seen that, 
thinks nothing of it. Who's Charles Bukowski? I think I know who Audrey Hepburn is. Was she in that Breakfast at Tiffany's thing? I don't know. My mom watched that. Like, that's what's probably going through people's head. And then you think you have to change yourself to fit what? That? To fit that standard of just, like, no thought? Like, <laughs> no, no. it's weird. Yeah. And it was a good point that she made because you're so, you're on the dating app. And you're like, and it's like, why? Like, why do you care so much about dating someone? Because it also, it's like, you're lonely or whatever. I don't really understand what that means. I think we've touched on this before in a previous podcast. I don't understand what it means to be alone. I have, like, five people I could call up right now and they would come over. I'm not alone. You know what I'm saying? I have you. I have my parents. I have whoever. I can go and see them. And it's like, oh, well, I don't live next to my parents or all my friends are far away. Go to a coffee shop. You're not alone. Mm. Did it. Done. You know what I'm saying? But it's not meaningful conversation. I'm like, it's not meaningful time where you sit in a room and you're on your phone at the same time. (laughs) It's just not the same thing. I know. And then those are the same people who don't get plugged into their community. They don't go maybe to their local church if that's something they fancy, or even if you don't want to have a church, do you know how many meetups they have in town? They have a bunch of things you can do in town. They have that art thing that you were going to do in town. I want to do it so badly. You can get plugged into your city hall. You can go down there and talk to those people. You can get plugged into the teen center. Like, read your newspaper. Figure out what's going on. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Figure out what's going on in your community. It's not that hard to get plugged in. It's not that hard to find a friend. To be a friend, to have a friend, you must be a friend first. You know what I'm saying? It's really not that hard so but okay but we're alone we gotta go on this dating app and find someone and also i think it parlays into people think that their lives are not interesting without another person well of course not because then it's like what story do i have to tell and it's like shame on you for like finding your worth in another person and their availability to you like that's sad that is sad and also it's like you know i must say like i went through that period once where there was this person in my life and I felt like every time I saw my friends, we would always talk about this person. <clears throat> and those stories were like, you know, kind of crazy and interesting. There's a roller coaster of emotions. Everyone enjoyed the ride. And I felt like when I let him go, I wouldn't have anything interesting to talk about anymore. And that was a really big fear. You know, like now I have nothing. No one's going to want to hear what I have to say. And then I'm like, you know what? How selfish am I? Yeah, to do Why that. am I not listening more to them? Like, I think that the only thing I have to give someone is mm-hmm. me yap in my mouth. Very like, how dare I think that? I have ears, so I don't have anything going on. I, ne- I never had this person before, and I'm not going to have them in the future, but they were there before. Yeah. They heard all my nonsense about nothing, me rambling about nothing. It's like, I don't need something dramatic going on in my life to make me worthy of my friend's time. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm not there to entertain them. They're not there to entertain me. Like, if we have an entertaining story, we're obviously going to share. Talking about boys is probably the most fun thing we can talk about. Yeah. It's the most fun a girl can have with her clothes on. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's like a song or something. Really? Yeah. I I think it's just an old saying. Is it? Probably. Um, But anyways, but it's like, yeah, like, you can listen And maybe you need to listen. Maybe it's a season of listening, learning, okay? Like, put that away. But I think that's the thing that makes me the most sad in the interim of waiting to be with someone is that people are, like, propelled by their loneliness to settle down. Yeah, they are. I think it's a lot of expectations from others without realizing it. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, like transposing their wants for you on, like, yourself. Like, thinking, oh, well, if they want that for me, then I should want that for me. In, like, a really weird way. And it's, like, both a selfish thing and a very unselfish thing at the same time. Because it's, like, like, 
it's sad that you feel like your only worth is proving something by being with who they want you to be with. And it's like, it's a very selfless act to let somebody else control your life like that. But it's a very selfish act, like, at the same time to kind of be like, oh, like, well, I need a person, like, or I have, like, no worth, like, to myself. and Like, I don't yeah. know, to show no, off to true. other people. Yeah. And it's, like, it's very, I don't know, I think it's, like, a very interesting thing. I was very to, like, curate like, that statement. I know, but. but it's a very convoluted, it's a dangerous game to play when you do something like that. Because in a way it is, like... Because your parents want you to be with someone to know that, like, what's our biological desire to populate the earth? That's our biological desire. That's our animalistic desire. That's what we want. So your parents want you to be with someone because then they know you're protected. Whether you're male or female, it doesn't matter. They want to know that their kid is being cared for in some way because they're going to be gone. And they don't want you to just be alone struggling by yourself. And then they want to know that their lineage will continue past them yeah. too. Whether that's said forthright or not, that's kind of what they're subconsciously yeah, the propelled by when they say they want you to marry. They want to make sure that you're taken care of and that their lineage continues on. Yeah. And it's like, unfortunately, those timelines don't happen when they want it. And if we are, listen to our parents and expedite things, we don't end up in a good Happy. place. Yeah. It's not a good place to be. But it's like also it's like at the same time in this interim of waiting, it's not like, oh, totally like disregard dating or disregard dating apps if that's something that intrigues you or whatever. But it's like be discerning. Yeah, and don't. It's just knowing the balance. Because people don't take enough time to learn to just learn it's like not only just learning about yourself but like learning about what this like okay what did I do I haven't had a boyfriend like a serious boyfriend eight years post call or no four years post college eight years post high school not one serious person and you know what I was able to do I was able to meet all sorts of people not do anything randy with them I'm just saying meets all sorts of people again all sorts of friend groups different social groups things that I've never been exposed to things I have been exposed to things I never thought of I was listening to ideas that were different than mine ideas that are the same as mine I've went to every country I've ever wanted to go to you know and it's like and it's I've just explored so much of what this world has to offer and I'm now a stronger person in my faith in my thoughts in what I know and how to research what I'm interested in because of all that experience and it's like exactly what like our father was saying last night he's like for the most part you have your life figured out yeah it's like maybe I want to change my job maybe I don't like where my job is right now but it's like I've started multiple businesses. I have my job. I know where I'm going. I know when I'm going to buy a house. I know where I want to live. I know my community inside and outside. And I know what I want to contribute. Yeah. You know, and it's like while those paths are working itself out, it's like he's like, you just have a slot for a guy. He's like, that's why it's frustrating for you because you can really just put any any guy in there. Yeah. Pretty much I really can. You know, because like, I'm great. I'm a commodity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like that I feel is also equally frustrating because it's like people I think ignore figuring that all out for just that slot of man and then they put the yeah, man they in the do, slot and everything they else think is it'll all fall in place but it yeah, won't yeah but it won't and it's like here I am everything is pretty much fallen in place like I could literally insert a man like I don't need a man for a house I don't yeah. need a man for a job I don't need a man for any sort of income for health insurance for nothing like I could just insert any man I want and that's what I've always wanted because what if the guy I do end up with is in a tough spot? Yeah. Like, I know that I can, I have the ability and the Lord provides enough for us to get us through whatever it is that's going on. Yeah. And, like, when I get in a tough spot, the Lord will provide for him as well because he's with me now. 
So yeah. the Lord provides. But, yeah. <laughs> and the Lord always provides. The Lord always provides. But it is like, I think people do themselves a disservice by just focusing on that one slot instead of all the other slots. Well, they do because they think come. that one slot is the most valuable. But in the end of the day, like, it will cause you the most debt I know. if you don't have the other slots I know, because out. it's like what Pastor Rick was saying. Mm. He's like, oh, well, I'll get married and my life will be Yeah, fall out. into peace. Who thinks that? No, a lot of people do. I know a lot of people do. Know. You know how we know a lot of people do? Obviously, Muriel's wedding. <laughs> when I get married, I won't be her anymore. Yes. Like, I'm Mario. I mean, now. we don't just need Muriel's wedding. Go to where we graduated from. <laughs> so, like, what? Like, 10% of the people we graduated with probably got engaged. I don't know. That's just an oddball number. I don't really know how many people. But they all got engaged because they're like, this is just going to make my life better. This is just going to be My parents better. are going to be happy. Their parents are going to be happy. Locked down a Christian, conservative person, whatever. Close enough. Good enough. Let's go. Let's do this. Yeah, done. Like, and then it's like, whoa, six, seven years later, I don't like being a christian i don't like being a conservative i don't like how you raised me i don't like how i lived in it's this neighborhood i don't like yeah. this job anymore i don't like you know and it's like whoa 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 and it's like you are blaming other people for choices you made yeah for choices you made and it's like like oh well they forced me to they didn't force you they may have influenced you but at exactly. the end of the day but, you let them influence but yet you. that is no that is not as embarrassing as it would have been being single for seven years yeah and seriously figuring going that through a messy divorce own. and ruining two families is somehow less embarrassing than just being alone yes that's like that's amazing alone. like now you're divorced and you're more desperate than ever you're older than ever and you're bitter yeah because you didn't you because you and then you blame and now you hate else. you blame everyone else you hate the institution and you hate like everything that goes along yes with and it. then people just and try it's like to why you because advice. you chose to do it wrong yes like, and then and now people are giving you advice that's probably more helpful than when you got married but now because you they led you down the quote-unquote wrong path you're not going to take yeah, their advice gonna, at this yeah, point and everyone's going to be frustrated with you being like why don't you listen to me well in their defense last time you listened to them didn't it kind of went you. wrong. Didn't get yeah. you where you wanted to be. Now everyone's screwed because of their selfish desire to get married because of what because of being yeah. alone or because of something that they think because of some weird approval you want from others <laughs> yes and it's like i also like for the church it's like some weird religiosity it's thing. it's so weird and it's like, like i don't know who is in charge of that in the church and having people marry at like 17 years yeah, old it's like, it's but it's like, like check what? that yes like, that like most insane. of the disciples were single yeah they, were. <laughs> yeah, they were. I mean, because they were doing the Lord's work. Yeah. But it's like, still, they didn't have time. And were they ever lonely? Were they ever looked down upon because they were single? <laughs> like, so stupid. It's like, sometimes you got a crusade. Yeah. Go be a crusader. Go figure out your life. Because there is nothing more selfish and damaging than taking someone on your own then, downfall. Then, yeah, then literally marrying a person to boost your, like, public image. Like, yeah. fuck you. That's <laughs> insane. That is insane. That's insane. And it's really sad because I think that's what a lot of Well, of course think. that's all it and is. Then, I mean, if we had the chance, who would have said if we would have taken it or not? What? A man? To get married at a young age. Oh, I've had many opportunities. I mean, I have a note <laughs> thumbtacked to the porch. That no one knows where it is. And you won't know where that it is. What, but it's no, there. Because no. I want to release it on a balloon like a wish. In like elementary school. Like not even middle school. Like it was like elementary schoolish. I don't know. Actually it might have been middle school. I wrote the date on it. and But the balloon was too deflated. And I was embarrassed because it got caught on the electrical line. Oh. <laughs> but then it finally like deflated down. And I like stole it. And I thumbtacked it to the porch. And all these years it never faded or anything because of the place Whoa. I hit it. And I hooked <laughs> it and said... 
like hopefully by the time you read this because god knows where or when a balloon would fall (laughs) i will be married oh and it says eight current age minimum age to get married which was 2022 i think was my minimum age thinking i will have to push the boys away until i'm 22 i know (laughs) false that was (laughs) and then it says like the current year I know. That's what I thought too. That's what I always thought. I thought it's like, like if I had the opportunity, I, I would have done like it. Twenty. I was like, I was like, I will not keep the men away. I know. Like go crazy, boys. I, I am know. a dying piece. <laughs> I know, but you know, I think about it sometimes. I could have been married by now. Like yeah, um, to a loser. <laughs> <laughs> there's like three people in my mind that I think about that I could not any of them dead, all living. Yeah, all living. <laughs> no, I know. Obviously, the one who, if he was alive, he still would be married right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rip, we love you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, but no. There, well, if not three off the top of my head, two off the top of my head, like two strong contenders, and. Like, I'm, and, you know, I'm happy I didn't do that, obviously, but sometimes I do think, you know, they would have been fine. They would have been nice. All this would have been over. Trash. And then, like, Father was saying last night, too, he's like, you know, because I'm kind of in this interim now where it's like I could be waiting for something great to come, but there's no guarantee in life. But in this time of waiting, I've had three options. <laughs> three options. Three? Three. Three. Well, yeah. Two. Two. What do you mean interim? Where does the interim start? The interim starts... Like when you started waiting for your lady love or like prior to the lady love? Prior to the lady love. Okay, then yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like we started chatting, like lady love started chatting. Yeah, okay, But we were still... Yeah, okay. So it includes lady love. Yes, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've had three opportunities. Not all of them fabulous, but I <laughs> mostly unfabulous. Mostly, as you can tell by the one is called Lady Love, yeah. <laughs> and the other are just opportunities. <laughs> but it's like, could I just do it and be done with it by now? Uh, yeah. No, you think too much. You couldn't. No, I couldn't. You I couldn't. couldn't. I could. I think if you were I given couldn't. the chance, you still wouldn't have done it. No, because I don't you know. think way too much. But I think if I was given the chance, I would have done it. But I'm just a person that like. Like, no. oh, the sink doesn't work. We don't need a sink. Yes, like, exactly. I, I just sit with what I got. I know. I'm not that way because it's like if there's something better out there that could be coming for me, I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm going to just, like, ride it out. I'm going to ride this wave. Let's see what happens because I'm that way. But, yeah, yeah like, like, I just think sometimes it could all be over. But it's like, no. I think it is so much harder to pretend for the rest of your life. Of course it is. I know, but some people like the mental gymnastics they do. Because like, they like to it. Put it up, like we're put up with people it. get off playing mind games. They do get like yes. totally get off playing mind it's games. It's weird. But you know what? Okay, we're gonna take it back now. Okay, we're gonna sl- flip the script because now people don't have people. And then the rhetoric is Oh, like I don't need a person. I'm fine without a person. No, but that's not true. But don't go on the like. Don't go too far. Don't overcorrect yourself because then what happens? That leaves single bitter people who feel like they give up on hope, give up on love, give up on family, and they resent other people for once again a choice that they made themselves. They resent other people who are happy, who are genuinely happy, who genuinely took the time to work on themselves to find themselves because you sitting in your bitterness is not working on yourself. And that requires mental gymnastics to try to delude delude yourself into thinking that, oh, like, I'm happier being bitter because it's, like, it's better to just be, like, how am I going to explain it? It's It's like you think you're, like, 
you beating yourself like to the punch. Yeah, I was going to say you're jumping ahead of the curve. Yes. Beating yourself to the punch, <laughs> jumping ahead of the curve. It's, it's like, well, it's, no one's going to do it, so I'm going to make that choice for exactly. me. But then it's like, also, who are you to make that choice for somebody else? Like, when the time comes. Mm. And it's like, once again, a selfish thing, a bitter yes, thing. a bitter thinking thing. Thinking that, well, I'm in control, I'm going to say no. But then you resent yourself later, maybe, because you're like, well, what if I said yes? Because humans will always doubt their choices. Always. Always. No matter how strong you feel and convicted in that choice, you will always doubt There's it. There's always, always. A doubt. There's, There's always, always a, doubt. a doubt. Christians, there will always be a doubt with, like, God and existence. No. That's just that's how it is. True. I don't doubt that at all. I know you don't. I mean, I did in the fourth grade. I know well, it's, like, yeah, the fourth but grade, but I, I, think it's, I think it's unfair to say you, if, like, you will never doubt it because it's like when the people go through well, yes, doubt, I they're like, say, oh, the humans like, well, okay, me? since you threw in that Christian thing, I guess I want to say it's like there will be at some points where you doubt a decision that you're totally convicted by, but then the realization of well, obviously the it'll truth hit you. of that decision, you won't have any and doubt. And it's like That's if all, you yeah. are willing to doubt, if you doubt something, it's because you believe there could be two possible answers for your question. Yeah. So doubt doesn't dismiss what you once believed. It's, it doubt, doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. And it's like you're not looking for another excuse to not believe what you previously believed yeah you're and looking for confirmation or non-confirmation like, you that's don't how dwell it is. on the doubt once you make your choice you, you don't knows. you just it, don't it leaves doubt because if you're looking door. for doubt you'll like find it yeah you'll always find doubt exactly yeah but like once you have made your decision and you're convicted in it then the doubt like, leaves. Like, but yeah, of course like there's always that. that in the back of your mind. You always are Well, there will always be that, but it's like, like cling to the confirmation that you previously had. Exactly. Like cling to that if you know it's right in your heart and like don't even listen to that nonsense. But it, people overcorrect and then they're like, okay, well, you know, I'm just going to have fun. I'm just going to sleep with whoever I want. It's like I you're want. not having I'm fun. I'm going to hang out with whoever I want, do whatever I want. Doesn't matter if I show up for work. Doesn't matter if I'm hungover. Doesn't matter if I'm high. It really doesn't even matter because I'm just living for me right now. Because the reality of your sadness is too much for you to bear. It's too much. And that's what it stems from. So I'm not saying don't, like, have fun. Like, you can have fun in moderation. It's just knowing your own and boundaries. Like also, and not forcing yourself to do something for a bigger yeah, narrative. Yeah, and it's like, also, if this time in your life, you're not with someone, you're not with the love of your life, you don't have a family, you don't have a house, you don't have whatever it is that you want, that doesn't mean it's never going to happen. And that's a really hard thing to remember. That is a hard thing because... Like, this generation for sure has, like, no look for the future. No. Like, no there's no thought of the future, no process of the future. It's only destruction. Yeah. It's like, when they think future, it, th- it thinks destruction. Destruction. And it's, like, and that's yeah. sad. Like, no. Like, you have control over your future, and you can build something better for yourself. You can. Always. And it's, like, just because it's not. And then it's not only do we not have a future, we're in this whole realm of instant gratification. Instant of gratification. Of self-fulfilling prophecy. It's, like, like if I it's want, not now, then it's yeah, never. Exactly. And it's, like, if it's not on my time table then it's just not going to happen at all if they're not exactly what i want then why am and i with it's them? like so close-minded it is so close-minded. and once again you know selfish exactly and it's like the person you're with you're probably going to disagree on things yeah like probably a lot of the time you know what i'm saying like yeah. i feel like the only thing man and women can agree on is sex that sometimes that's how i feel sometimes <laughs> not even that no <laughs> not even that but it's like because it's like that's the unifier right that's why they're like wait till after marriage because it's the unifier it's a thing that brings together because it's something that we don't we can't say to each other but we it's bonds us yeah you know Ew. And it's like God created that way because He knows that man and woman never get along. Yeah, he's gotta bond you somehow. Yeah, <laughs> gotta figure it out. Because communicating words. is not gonna do it. Yeah, like it's not always gonna do it, which is like so 
frustrating and odd, but it's because we overcomplicate things. And it's like if we take that bond, that unifier, and we pervert it for our own desires, then no wonder you're bitter and confused all the time because you just muddled the one thing that you know that you want for fear that if you say it and it doesn't happen, you look stupid. Well, guess yeah. what? You got what you, you look stupid. Either way, you're looking dumb, so you might as well get what you want and look dumb at the same time instead of just <laughs> lying to yourself. It's true. Yeah, like, just stop <laughs> lying. Be honest with yourself. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it goes in two very big It's directions. like, yeah, waiting isn't withholding. Waiting you know is not I mean? withholding. It's and it's, and not. it's, like, advice for myself, too, because in the waiting, I am that person that's very like self-sabotaging and I think oh it's never gonna happen this is it it's all very final everything is very final in my mind you are black and white I am black and white it's like if a guy says I'm gonna talk to you in a month he's never gonna talk to me again never gonna talk to me again never will hear from this man ever (laughs) if he gives me one month you know and it's just like also it reminds me of like the Israelites how like God or like it was like Pastor Rick saying something about that in church where they're like where it's like oh Somebody was saying something where it's like, oh, like, God promised you. And then doubt happened. I think Matt, Michael was saying it. Probably. He was like, and then doubt happens with his pregnancy and everything, with his wife's pregnancy. Yeah. Saying like, oh, well, the Lord promised you this. But the second you don't hear it, it's like, you lied to me, Lord. Yeah, it's like immediate <laughs> doubt. It's like immediate doubt. And it's so That's true. trash. I think that's such trash. But, but it's, it's true. true. It happens all the time. I know it's trash that we are humanly inclined to do that. And like we want to, <laughs> like we want to lack trust in things. We want, like, yes. we do. We do get off in a sick way. Yeah. Of not trusting people. Exactly. Because then it's like, see, now I can't be disappointed. Because why it's a, it's like a self-improving thing. Not like a self-improving thing, but it's like, if I don't trust them, like I'm on a higher standard than them because I know I can always trust myself and I'm better than they are. Like yes. it's a weird thing like that. It's a weird, like, it's like a self-esteem weird... issue. Yeah. It's like the Trump card. Like, see, yeah, like, I yeah. got you. But it's, it's just like, it's crazy. And that's why you go crazy when a guy doesn't text you back right away. Because you're like, this is it. It's over. He's not texting me anymore. It's just, I think it's it's ridiculous. But those are where, those are moments that we can learn from and grow from. Yes, And that's important to remember. (laughs) Yeah. Be stronger than those moments. Because I'm really trying right now to exercise that muscle. Because if I do get in a relationship, I don't want to hit it one to zero to one hundred. Yeah. And and if you don't want to hit zero to one hundred, then you have to take things slow and know that they're not always going to text you back in five seconds. And not take them to be life or death situations. And they're not life or death situations because you know what? What do I always say? If you have forever with this person, what's a week? What's a week? What's a week? What's, what's a month? A what's even five months? What's even if you five got months? Over fifty years. I mean, with that's that a lot of time to spend with a person. Yeah, you can wait. That's why I never get people who are like boyfriend girlfriend. They're like, we got to get married within because they think like, it'll never happen. Like they're like, will I even spend those many years with them? And it's like, geez, ease up on it. If you go that hard, you probably won't. Exactly, and it's like obviously, you know, with everybody, we speak from the perspective of being in college because there's a lot of people in college who really wanted to lock it down and it's like dude you could really wait two to three years after college before locking it down you know if you are getting it on in your early to yeah like 20s, and you know if they really do fine. love you that much they will still be around it's not like you're gonna break up and have a grand reuniting moment yeah like, you are still <laughs> dating for those years i know so it's like it's like good. ease off it's good to take the dating thing at a pace at a pace it is it is a 
It's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly, yes. And it's important to learn because then if we're stronger in these moments of loneliness or of being alone or whatever, then we will be stronger and better equipped for a partner. Yes. And dwelling and enduring life together. Isn't that beautiful? That's gorgeous. Wow, poetry. Nothing but a poet. Because I read Charles Bukowski. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lame, but Harry Styles knows who he is. Yeah, and we're going to keep that to ourselves. We're going to keep that in the vault because the we vault. know that. If Not I, everyone if knows Once it. this podcast goes big <laughs> and we run into each other at the Grammys or some shit, <laughs> I will bring it up. Yeah, but that's our leverage. Hopefully, he will not be on drugs like he's experimenting with now. Oh, well, yeah, whatever. Hopefully, he'll be back. That man that, sold his soul. And his brain won't be too fried to remember this really obscure <laughs> reference we'll make. <laughs> yes. Yes. Who knows what producer may have just put that in the song? I know. Like, gave me the number of that producer. Producer. Bartender. Bartender. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we love you. We love you, love you, Dobby. Comment, rate, subscribe. <laughs> Share, like, link, comment. <laughs> Love you, love you, dummies. We'll see you next week, baby. (laughs) Happy New Year! Happy New Year!